You're listening to Radio Influence. This is the Cannabis Podcast on Radio Influence. It's an inside look and the scientific facts in and around the world of medical cannabis. Now, here is your host, Ian Beckles. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to the Dignitary Cannabis Podcast. And it's uh, really uh, a monumental day, you know, in government and just in this world. Uh, first of all, Donald Trump's leaving, so we can all clap for that a little bit. Uh, we have a female vice president that's coming in who happens to be an advocate for marijuana. She's talked about using it before. I mean, it's getting to a point now where if somebody tells me they didn't use it, I would say, well, then you're, then you're weird, all right? You know, I have three kids. Never at one time in my life did I ever tell my kids, in general, not to do drugs, not to drink alcohol. They're going to be grown. They're going to make some of their own decisions, okay? So to this point, I mean, my kids are all in their 20s. I'm not going to tell them don't do drugs. They're, I tried to bring them up as intelligent kids that make their own decisions. But if you go through college, and I, I didn't smoke weed in college. That's what's funny. But I had a reason. I, mean, I was an athlete that was trying to get to the next level. You know, getting popped on a marijuana test doesn't make no damn sense to ruin your future, hopefully, in the NFL. So I waited till I was done, and then I started to indulge. And probably a good thing I waited because I certainly do enjoy it. And we're getting to a point now where it's wonderful because the NFL has finally got to the point where they, not that they don't care, but they almost stopped testing them. I think you have to test positive like eight times or something in one year for you to get in trouble. And they don't even test you that much. So basically you can smoke marijuana in the NFL and in the NBA as well. The NBA, uh, I guess they're not randomly drug testing for marijuana anymore. And the commissioner said this week that, uh, you know, that it's over. They're just not messing with it anymore. I don't know an NBA player who doesn't smoke weed. I don't know one. I barely know any any NFL players that didn't smoke weed while they played. There's no reason why the NBA or NFL shouldn't be applauding athletes for ingesting THC and CBD and any other cannabinoid, okay? Because the whole thing is plants over pills. If it ain't the plants, what's it going to be? Going to be the pills. You ever, you ever hear stories of, you know, people overdosing on, on, on marijuana? I haven't. How about pills? I personally have seen good friends of mine ingesting, when I mean numerous, I don't mean four. I mean handfuls of pills. It's either that or THC or CBD. For me, that's a, that's a no-brainer. So Kamala Harris is an advocate for marijuana, so she's in the White House, so things are going to be moving in the right direction. They're moving in the right direction without her anyways. Um, every ballot initiative involving the uh, decriminalization or legalization of marijuana passed in the 2020 election. So everything that was in the election for 2020 passed. Voters in New Jersey and Arizona chose to legalize marijuana for adult recreation use. Mississippi voted to legalize marijuana in medical use. And South Dakota legalized the drug for both recreational and medical use. So now 15 states, along with the D.C., have legalized marijuana for adult recreation and 36 states permit medical use of the drug. So we're getting there. You know, when we get, when we get to every state, then we've done it, but we're, we're heading in that direction. 
There's no state where if anything goes up on the ballot that knocks it down anymore. It doesn't make any sense. There's really, there's just not a lot of of backlash anymore. It kind of sounds stupid. And when you talk about, you know, New York proposed adult use, uh, you know, they're trying to get it in New York, the proposed adult use weed bill, and it, create, it could create 60,000 jobs and bring in $300 million. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure every state can use $300 million. Uh, it's a no-brainer. 60,000 jobs. It ain't just people at dispensaries selling weed. I mean, there's, there's you know, advertising. There's marketing. There's growing. There's a whole lot of science involved in it. And it's just a lot more, it's a lot deeper and a lot more profound than everybody knows. So I'm kind of trying to get into this business a little bit. And I'm kind of in it. We have the cafe who's going to be opening very soon. I keep saying that, but hopefully it happens very soon. We're going to have CBD products in here. We're going to have our own hemp flour that we got from Dunedin Hemp Company. You know, we're going to have CBD powder that we got from Chill Coffee in Riverview. And we're going to have a lot of just really cool, uh, you know, paraphernalia in here as well. And uh, that's that's where life is going. You know, my people are from Drip who are a local company, and they're blowing up. They have Delta 8 products. And if you don't know much about Delta 8, um, kind of blew my mind a little bit because I met up with those guys, had a nice dinner. They explained what Delta 8 was to me. And really, it's, I'm not a scientist, so a lot of that stuff goes over my head. I just said, well, let me try it. You know, so they gave me something. They gave me one of those Delta 8 pens. And so I hit that a little bit, make sure I had nothing else in my system. I mean, it's not completely clear, but at that moment, I had nothing else in my system. And uh, you certainly do feel the effects, okay? And I'm not going to say I was crazy high, but I was pretty high. And, you know, Delta 8 is something that you can get over the counter. So if you're somebody that doesn't have a card, a medical marijuana card, I guess that's the way you can go. And uh, Delta 8 uh, THC, I guess, is and this once again, I'm not a scientist. I read this stuff up, and a lot of stuff means nothing to me. I'm just letting you guys know. It's a less potent cousin uh, of famed Delta 9 THC, um, legal enough to sell in most states. Uh, but, you know, how it works, um, I don't know if everybody knows, but it's legal, okay? And you got to kind of worry about something that gets you high and you can buy in the the, the shelves of the store. So the the uh, DEA maybe shuts it down eventually, but you got to take advantage of it while 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 we're here and while we can sell it. So we're going to be selling some Delta 8 products in here in the Dignitary Cafe as well. And listen, there's 144 known cannabinoids um, that has been isolated by the cannabis plant. It's a plant, okay? Why people were ever against it to begin with, I- I'm not quite sure. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, conspiracy theorists and all, a lot of different things, and a lot of people think it's racially motivated. I think there's something to that. But we're to the point now where we have to use this plant as our friend and our, and our, and our ally. So look into Delta 8. Look into Delta 9, all those different things, because— you know, it's not just, you know, here's a joint. It's not that anymore. It's a lot more profound than that. You can be a lot more specific to what you're trying to do. You know, I try, you know, I'm trying to get in shape and cutting out alcohol. Um, so you kind of mess around with some different things. And 
Listen, I went to Curalee the other day and got their terpenes, and I never got that before. I just take a couple drops before I go to bed, and I am done, feeling good. So, you know, there's different ways to use marijuana to your advantage, and you just got to figure out what that is to you. And it's not for everybody, and that's okay. It's And a lot of other people, just sometimes you have a, a bad experience, and that happens too. And they did, oh, no, I can't smoke marijuana. I get paranoid. Well, it could have been that situation. It could have been that strain of marijuana. It could have been a lot of different things. And there's a lot of different ways you can ingest it now. Obviously, smoking, vaping, uh, you know, gummies, terpenes, tinctures, the whole nine yards. And there's so many different ways to take it. You put in your drinks, you put in your tea, and it's just, I know some people that are just kind of microdosing all day long. And you're not getting crazy high. You're just kind of getting the benefits from the plant. And that's what's important. And now I'm kind of, you know, people have convinced me, a lot of hemp farmers and people in the CBD world, because it's the CBD world's not one to get high. A lot of people that ingest CBD, they like, I don't want to get high. I do. That's me. So sometimes at night, there is still a lot of medicinal benefits to CBD. So I'll take my stuff I got from Cure Leave and I'll mix it with some of the hemp that I got from Dunedin Hemp Company and I'll grind them together and I'll roll up something in my my Royal Palm or my raw uh, papers and you're getting a little bit of both worlds. Still getting high and you're still getting the medicinal use of the whole thing as well. So be smart with what you're doing. It's not just people sitting in their basement anymore playing video games and, you know, eating pizza, although that still does happen. Look into it a little bit more and be educated. And that's what really this uh, podcast spurred from is trying to get you guys some education on where this plant is going. And I've been doing it so long that this you know, marijuana has progressed a whole long way. And hopefully in the next couple of years, we keep on moving forward. And I think, you know, what ha- what's happening today with the inauguration, Kamala Harris and obviously Joe Biden, I think it's going to be heading in the right direction. If anybody ever has any questions for me, make sure to hit me up at ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com and make sure you're listening to some of my, my other podcasts as well. Our Buccaneers are in NFC Championship game, so, hey, uh, time to get hyped. I got a football podcast in the trenches that come out Monday and also a government podcast that comes out on Friday. So peep those as well. And the Beckles and Retro Show on 95.3 WDAE and also 6.20 AM. Appreciate you guys listening in. Get out there this week and uh, smoke or ingest something delicious. I know I will. Peace out. For more information on medical cannabis, make sure to follow Ian Beckles on Twitter at Ian Beckles. This has been the Cannabis Podcast on Radio Influence. On this week's episode of Crush Performance, we attack our number one priority, sleep. We'll talk with Crush favorite Dr. Charles Samuels from the Center for Sleep and Human Performance as we discuss sleep strategies, sleep science, and we'll look at the pros and cons of sleep wearables. Are they giving you the right information? And we'll take a very serious look at over-the-counter sleep aids. We fear they're greatly misunderstood and being misused at an alarming rate. And here's a question. Do you have the right mattress? Considering the amount of time we spend sleeping and resting in bed, we had better be comfortable. We talk with the founder and CEO of GoodMorning.com, Sam Prohaska. We'll look at the very latest mattress technology, the new and innovative options that are available, and everything you need to consider to get the right mattress for you. 
Join us, Noches, as we get you set up for your best sleep ever on this week's episode of Crush Performance. Crush Performance with Jeff Crushell can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.